Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Kang's Cast Podcast. New episodes are released weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Kang's Cast. Like on Facebook and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Welcome to Kang's Cast. This is D Fresh, joined as always by Eric and Ryan. Give us a follow on our personal Instagrams at Kang's Cast D Fresh, at Kang's Cast Eric, and at Kang's Cast Ryan. As always, this episode is brought to you by Ziggy Smoke Shop 209. Uh, give them a follow on Instagram at Ziggy Smoke Shop 209. They have locations in Stockton and Tracy. And if you're curious, yes, they are still open. So go in and grab what you need from them. Uh, we just wanted to reiterate real quick uh, for your for our new listeners out there, new followers. Uh, we appreciate and enjoy having you here with us. We are not experts on this podcast. We don't do X's and O's. We're just fans with opinions. And uh, as Eric likes to put it, we are uh, King's podcast from King's fans. So we're going to do something a little different today. We're going to be doing uh, a top five at each position shit players quote unquote at each position since 07 basically so since the last time the kings made the playoffs which is 06 the only requirement is they had to play 82 games with the kings that's it so we're gonna do that we thought it'd be a little fun stay interacted with you guys during this time and uh yeah so let's uh let's get going on that okay cool so i i guess the 82 games thing I did. I, I'm just thinking back now. Did all my guys play two games? I'm gonna assume yes, or damn near close to it. Yeah, you'll be all right, man. You'll be fine. You'll be. Fine. Who cares? <laughs> okay, so so all right, we're gonna we're gonna jump into. So the, the point of this, I think, is to make a all time shit starting lineup. That's our goal here. So, um, pretty much, I would say for the first part of the last decade, the Kings were just absolute ass, and they rolled out some real ass lineups, and so. Um, putting together an all-time shit starting lineup sounded like a real fun, uh, good idea. You guys want to hop into it and start going? Um, throw the point rock. guards. All right. Yeah, so hey, with the point guard, we're good. Go ahead. Go ahead, R- real quick. Let's try to. We didn't really give a little back. Uh, you know, a, a little backstory on these guys. Uh, it, it's guys that actually did start. Okay, so let let's let's try to throw that out there. It's guys who did play significant minutes. All right. So we're not going to roll out there with like the Lawrence Funderburks of the world for you guys. Okay, it's guys who. <laughs> guys, guys who played some minutes. Holy shit! It's guys who played minutes. For everybody out there, they actually did contribute to the uh, twenty-five game, you know, winning seasons. Those those type of guys. They played minutes, all right. So we're not throwing out Mateen Cleaves, Lawrence Funderburg, um, you know, <laughs> th- those type of players. They're, th- these are guys who actually played. All right, continue, Eric. Sorry. Well, no, that that's good, I, and it, it should be some clarity because it is kind of a weird one because the Kings have had so many terrible players over the years. I don't want people at the end to be like, well, what about this guy to this guy? And, and and we should also say before we go into it is that all of these players weren't necessarily – well, now the Kings, some of them – I don't even know what your guys' are. We don't. We haven't even talked over this yet. We kind of left it for the pod. 
but some of these guys could have put up some type of stats for the Kings, you know, um, they, they could have played some, a role for the Kings, but at the end of the day, they were on teams that didn't even break 30, 30 games in. And that's kind of our gripe is we've been fed. Like we were fed a lot of terrible lineups for a long time. And, Part of the, the reason that the Kings could have been in a mess the last bunch of years and even really why DeMarcus Cousins, not to go into it, but w- looking at these guys, why DeMarcus Cousins' uh, kind of career with the Kings was so terrible is that he was inherited all these shitty, shitty teams and, and, and contracts were given to guys that put up big stats maybe on a bad team. So we'll see if any of those guys come out on our list. Um, so... We're good. We got some clarity. All right. We're going to go with the point guard position. All right. Let's put it out there. Uh, let's see. Let's, Doug, who do you have as your point guard for your all time shit team? I have Bano Udre. Bano Udre. Okay. So we're not going <laughs> to give any stats. Let's not give any stats. Ryan? Bano Udre. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to raise you guys a, a point guard. I'm going to give you uh, Bano Udre as well. <laughs> Bano Udre. <laughs> It's oh unanimous. <laughs> Ryan. All right. Do we want to, we want to do the stats or what? Okay, yeah, Ryan, Ryan, you can do the stats. stats. Okay. So, Beno Ujiri, when you look at his stats, all right, he was there from 2007 through 2011. All right. It was four, four seasons where he averaged uh, 32.2 minutes per game. Okay. And his stats, you would look at them, you're like, okay, they're not bad. But, all right, they, they were winning like 25 games at this time. Okay, so let me throw this out here. Bano Udre, points per game with Sacramento, 12.6. Assists, 4.5. And rebounds, 3.1. Okay, he had his four best seasons of his career were with Sacramento. Granted, like I said, he was playing 32.2 minutes per game. The Kings were so bad at that time that they had a rollout with Bano fucking Udre for the better part of four seasons. And I'm going to I'm going to read his stats like season by season too, just so you can see some maybe the peaks and valleys of his tenure because you gave kind of the average. Right. So yes, he started off it was like four seasons. Yeah. Twelve point eight one year, 11, 12.9. And then a nice respectable 13.7 yeah. on his last he, year. With hey, the Kings. How many how many minutes per Contract game? How, how many minutes per game did he play that year, though? I think it was like thirty four. Thirty four. Yeah, dude. Ridiculous. Doug. So. Why do you so? I mean, with the obvious things outside of the stats, Doug, why do you think that we all fucking hate being a Udre? What's your reasoning? Well, for me personally, again, like you touched on, he wasn't terrible. I just hated how much he was relied on. Um, because well, if you do, he, he wasn't, he looked, it looked like he was trying to be like one of the uh, you know, premier scorers during that time because there were not really any options, and so like. His assist total sucked. He was like not really a true point guard trying to like get others involved. And I guess you could say in his defense, there wasn't really anybody around him to like pick up the scoring. But um, I just hate he wasn't a great shooter. I mean, he was a very average shooter. It's he just wasn't very good. That knockoff I, I Goran Dragic. Oh man. And I think that's <laughs> see, okay. Oh. I think that's where the constant theme for Kings fans over the years. And for us, when I think I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to predict as we go through this list, it's going to be a constant theme. It's going to be that guys were put in positions to play significant minutes that were role players. I don't know. Before I go, is there anybody on the Kings currently you guys are feeling that you guys like that or not? Should I start some controversy? 
No, yeah, yeah, say, all right, say, I'll wait. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go if ahead, go ahead. If you've been listening <laughs> to it, us all please. season, you already know who we would answer with. <laughs> no, it's 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 just I, that's it, maybe add some context right now onto why we're so sour, like on on Bogdanovich getting paid and getting thrown in there is is we've we've seen year over year is guys who who are role players and are, are really successful in a role player position, but they get elevated in Sacramento to a starting position. Right. And, and then they're given the minutes, they're given the time, they're given, um, you know, the contracts, even at times. And it's just, it's dangerous. And that's like Rashawn Holmes, you know, that's why early on we're like, Rashawn Holmes is great, but whoa, MVP, we need to extend him, untradeable. That's where we have these takes. And I think the guys like this is where it comes from. Bino Udre, the reason I'm, I was always frustrated with Bino Udre was the same reasons as you guys. They were terrible. He was playing heavy minutes, but, um, the one selling point, if you guys remember on Beno Udre, is Beno Udre played w- played a bench role on the San Antonio Spurs championship teams, right? He was a, he was a backup point guard, and that was the sell- That's what they sold us that bet of goods, which was like, hey, this guy, you know, championship experience, whatever the fuck that means, you know, and he's playing heavy minutes, and and they gave him a starting line, a starting position for four years over that, and so um, I think that frustrated all of us. Yeah, so let's move on to the shooting guard position now, and I'll have one of you guys go first, and then I'll kind of wrap up and talk stats and stuff. So shooting guard, two position. Let's go, Ryan. All righty. So my shooting guard position, um, a lot of people might not agree with this, but stats don't lie, okay? Two guard, Ben McElmore. All right? And um, Ooh. yeah, I'm not going to get into stats right now. I'll, I, we'll keep, keep it flowing. Eric, you can go, and then we'll come back once we agree on who we're putting on the all-time worst team. So I think this is where for me, you got Ryan, I think you guys might pick at me is um, there's a couple of guys over those years who played a couple of different positions. And so we may, I may have called them a two guard. You may have called them a, you know, three, whatever. Um, for me, the number two guy, the, the shooting guard position, I guess that I have is John Salmons, right? So I put John Salmons as my number as my two. Okay, and for my number two, uh, probably a name you guys haven't heard in a while. He played 422 games. He 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 started about a quarter of those, but um, played a lot. And that's uh, Francisco Garcia. You guys remember Francisco Garcia? <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah, the sharpshooter out of Louisville who came into the league and just w- never got up to the hype that I thought the Kings front office perceived us as. So, so well, that's drafted like 20 something. I don't, I don't know what the hell they were thinking, but continue. Sorry. Okay. So now, um, okay. Well, we'll go. Hey, it's good. We got three different guys. No, here. we have three different guys. And I think we're, that's where we're going to have to narrow down who, who our starting to guard on the shit team is going to be. So, um, okay. Ryan, go, go ahead. If you want to, if you want to present Thank Ben Macklemore's case, I'm going to give my argument in the defense of Ben Macklemore to be on the shit team. All right. 216 games started in four seasons. 9.2 points per game. One assist. 2.4 rebounds. And averaged 25.1 minutes per game. All right. 25 minutes per game. The reason that I think Macklemore, you know, that that I would put him on here, it's not because, you know, Macklemore really athletic, but they literally threw Macklemore into the fire as a rookie and as a second year. If you go back and look, his minutes started declining third and fourth years, but they threw him into the fire. We were told his player comps were 
coming out of the draft, Ray Allen. Ray Allen. How athletic. Oh. Yes. How athletic this guy is. He's going to be the savior of Sacramento, the two guard that's supposed to fit with DeMarcus Cousins. The guy was nothing but a disappointment. Granted, he was like 19 or 20 when he came to Sacramento. He wasn't ready. And now this year with Houston, he's kind of flourishing in that open offense, whatever. But his time in Sacramento was terrible. I want to say his rookie year, he shot 32% from the three from threes. Okay. This guy was horrible. He was lost out there. He was young. And to his to his defense, though, it wasn't his fault. So Ben McLemore is a good one, and I totally get the, the case from for for putting him on the list. Um, I, the reason I didn't put Ben McLemore on my, my list was because um, I, I, I don't think that they relied on him too much. I think that they brought him in, like you said, they threw him in the fire, and then after that, they really kind of... They they kind of relegated him to a bench position where he remained for for a while, right? But but my that that's why I'm saying that that is a little bit true. But he did start 216 games. 216 that is, games, a lot. dude. That, that is that is a significant about three seasons. amount of playing time. That is a significant amount of playing time in four seasons for a guy who was 20 years old. Okay. All right, well, Doug, then uh, make your case for Francisco Garcia. Well, real quick, I just want to touch on Macklemore too, Ryan. Um, He was, what, drafted in 13-14, I think was his rookie year. Mm -hmm. And so I think we were all kind of excited what was his third year when they had Cousins, Gay, Rondo, and like they actually had some decent pieces around him. And I thought that was the year that Ben was going to take off, and he still really didn't. So that's why, like, I can see your argument for why you can put him there. Um, for me, Francisco Garcia, uh, maybe not his fault, but as I remember when when the Kings drafted him out of Louisville, he was supposed to come in and just be like the next Peja, like the, the guy that can just shoot downtown, lights out, like that's his game, and never really panned out. He was only 36% from downtown for his career, only averaged eight point, or that's during his Kings uh, stint, I'm sorry, 2006 to 2012 he was here seven seasons and like i said he started 113 of those 422 games but i put him on here because he played you know a big role he he played almost half the game 22.6 minutes a game but only 8.6 points a game in his time at sacramento yeah so didn't live up to the shooting hype he was a horrible defender uh, hated Francisco Garcia. So Francisco Garcia did linger around for a long time. I mean, he was mm-hmm. he it, and he is a good. If we don't end up selecting him for our all time shit team, Francisco Garcia is a great um, example of the Kings during that era. He was there for the for the for the for that entire ride of 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 crap, and, and it, it, he's a good example of that era of the Kings just holding on to players and being loyal to players because they were good for the community and they they were you know positive <laughs> and, and and they were just, they just kind of they lingered around but they didn't offer anything they didn't bring anything to the table um and yeah that that was that it's just rough times <laughs> what do you thought do you think that Francisco Garcia deserves a spot on this list Ryan do you think he played a big enough role um minutes wise he had two seasons 0708 all right uh 08 was his career best 30 minutes per game 07 26 and a half minutes per game but in those years he was very productive granted they sucked okay they were absolutely horrid but coming off the bench 12 points 
12.3 and 12.7. Okay, in those years coming off the bench, that's that's a pretty that's pretty good coming off the bench. Also, 39% from the from three point um in both those years. Career highs, 88% free throw shooter. It's hard for me to put a guy in my starting lineup who came off the bench and was productive. All right. Um he did play the damn min- it, Ryan. He he played the minutes though. That's what I'm trying to give you. Is he did he did play the minutes. All right. That, that's why it's hard is because he did play the minutes in only two seasons though. But he was productive. He he did he, it's not like he was just throwing up shots. He shot 39, 39% from the three-point line in those two years. And he averaged 12 and a half points a game. That was that was like the highs of his career. Um yeah, that that's a that's a tough one. Let me let me think about that. I I'm let, let me think. I feel the okay, I feel the same way as you do, Ryan. And and honestly, Ryan, I love that you came in today with the stats cuz you're really you're you're coming through with some some nice uh, little dots here. Um I feel the same way for, about Francisco Garcia because he I don't think the Kings ever did ask him to play this this uh role where he needed to carry. He was a bench player who lingered around for a really long time and then got for like a season or two got thrown in for some stretches of games where he started even like you said that year where he played a bunch of a bunch of minutes he only started the most 36 games in one season I mean that's not significant so for me I didn't want to I didn't put him in there so now that we've kind of all presented our shooting guard case we need to kind of eliminate this so I think we if what do you guys think is best to do like eliminate one player and then see what the final two are and go make them go head to head yeah, all right. yeah, so let's name all our guys again. So, well, all right, real quick. Go ahead. John Salmons, Francisco Garcia, Ben Macklemore. Okay. My vote, John Salmons is out. I, I, John Salmons to me was a small forward. That's what he was. I can make a better case for Francisco Garcia and Ben, ben Macklemore. Personally, I can do that. Um, I, how do you guys feel? I see. I, I don't. I, I don't. And here's here. Let me make. I don't know if I really even got to make my case for Salmons. Okay. Salmons was a weird player because even if you look on his basketball reference page, he's listed as a point guard, a small forward, a shooting guard. He was just kind of this weird player who kind of played multiple positions. Um, and yes, he did have like seasons where he was actually he averaged um, 18 points a game one season in Sacramento. Right. Here's my case for John Salmons. OK, it's not that John Salmons was a terrible player. John Salmons had a long NBA career. He played for like 13 years or something. OK. My problem with John Salmons is John Salmons played for the Kings um, on separate stints. They they did not only bring him to play on a sh- and kept him here on a shitty team for a bunch of years. They got rid of him, and then they had to go get him back and bring him back and feed him to us again. And he he played in in the in the seasons that he came back to Sacramento. You know, 72 games he started one season in a second stint. So now it's like fool me once, right? But fool me twice. It's shame on us, dude. And that's my thing. And in, in, in that entire era he was there, they sucked. And so for me, I'm frustrated at the Kings organization, but I'm also frustrated at John Salmons that he, I think he's a player who, who put up minutes in Sacramento because he played on bad teams. Well, and I think because Ryan and I talked off air, so we're going to talk about John Salmons a little more in a minute. Um, so, oh, so you guys think you might regarding have the shooting guard. Well, I was just going to say regarding the shooting guard position, I I'll end up going with with Ben McLemore on this okay. one. Okay, so I, I think we can, can submit McLemore at the two. Okay, so Thank then you. there there we are. Our our starting two guard is Ben McLemore. 
Um, okay. And so, yeah, our backcourt is Udre and Macklemore. So that's our backcourt so far. All right. Doug, um, why don't you bring us into the next position? Oh, okay. I'm going to bring up John Solvins. Okay. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, no, Eric, you're right. I mean, I'm looking back now at his career, and he did. He played a significant amount of his career at the two, at the three. So I, I understand you putting him in at shooting guard position. So I, I don't think there's any argument there. But he is my three, um, the the small forward here. Uh, he had two different – it feels like he had like three different stints, but he actually only officially had two stints with the Kings. Um, but he was relied on for a lot of the scoring when he was here. Um, I just remember him being super inefficient. Like, he didn't take a lot of efficient shots. Um, he had a great 08-09 season. I kind of wanted to focus on that, where he averaged 18.3 a game. And he started 53 games for the Kings that year. But, um, yeah, he was, he was pretty good that year. Uh, shot over 40% from downtown. But that was in a contract year where he was traded to Chicago. And listen to these names in this trade. So John Salmons and Brad Miller to the Bulls for Drew Gooden, Andres Nocioni, Michael Ruffin, and Cedric Simmons. So a little throwback trade with the names there. But yeah, uh, I just was never a huge fan of Salmons. He's my starting uh, small forward. All right, Ryan, who's your small forward? You go I, I have John Salmons as well. Okay, This was very hard to go back and... and and pick a, a small forward for Sacramento because there was guys, you know, once you start getting into, you know, 2015, 16, whatever, when they had Rudy Gay, you can't put Rudy Gay on here. Okay, you just can't. The guy averaged 20 points a game. Rudy Gay is a solid NBA player. Um, before that, before Salmons, um, you know, they had guys, like I was going back and looking on, they had guys like uh, Kevin Martin, who, you know, you can't put on this list. Uh, another, a, a two guard was more of Marcus Thornton, but John Salmons literally was the only guy that you could find in Sacramento that played the minutes that started the games to put on there. And it sucks because John Salmons did average 19.9 points per game one year in the NBA. It, it, I don't think the guy really deserves to be on this list, but by default, I had to throw John Salmons on there. Okay, so I'm going to, I'm going a different route here. And this is where, um, you know, we have a when we put together when we talked about putting this together, what qualified guys on this list, it uh, there was different qualifications. Right. So so this guy doesn't necessarily meet the starting requirements, but I did want to give him a nod because um, when I look back to the 08 season and then 08 through 10, 2010, really, which was, I would say, the dumpster dumpster years for the Kings. This guy always just in my head just peeks out. And it is Andres Nocioni. All right. Andres Nocioni only played for the Kings for two seasons, um, 08, 09, and then 09 and 10. Um, 16 games one season, 28 games the next season. Those are both starting. Um, I just, I was never a fan of the guy. I thought the guy was real average. Um, and I just didn't. I didn't get why he was he he played. I I he averaged in that time with Sacramento twenty two minutes a game, which is like that's that's a solid type of role player, right? So yeah, give context to that though. Thirty one minutes his first season when he came there, and only nineteen point seven. So that's why you get the. I mean, that's two different ends of the spectrum right there. He played a lot of. I mean, I think this guy deserves to be on this list alone. Just because he played, 
I think, a 31 minutes on the worst, like one of the worst teams in Sacramento Kings history, right? But he was only there for 23 games of it, dude. It was there after the, after right. the trade deadline. And that's why I said he wasn't there for that long. But when I look back to those couple, those three years where they were terrible, this guy just sticks out. And I wanted to piss people off because, you know, I like to do that. All right. You know who who this guy's if you <laughs> as I was going through, if you look at his um statistics and stuff and his minutes played. I know who he's you know he, he yeah, dude, he really it's on par with Bogdanovich. The the, the years <laughs> the years he played with uh Chicago before he got to Sacramento. Tell me tell me whose points per game this sounds familiar, guys. Thirteen points a game, fourteen point one points a game, thirteen point two points a game. Who 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 does that remind you of? You know? Um, starting about half, you know, a third to half the games of seasons leading up to it. And so that's what kind of player he was. And the, and the Sacramento Kings acquired him, like, and played him for a couple, for, uh, I would say, a ch- chunk of minutes for two years on bad teams. And so I always, like, resented no- Andres Nocioni. So that's why I put him on my, on my starting team. But I, I get it. I get, I get, I obviously made the case for John Salmon. So I get where you guys are coming from if we want to classify him as that. So just real quick, though, so I just want to confirm, like, it's not and I'm with Ryan on this one because there's not a big resume in Sacramento for that. So it's kind of just out of like a spite because I have I have a guy on here, too, out of spite. You know, it's not really I mean, we're throwing in guys we just fucking hated, too. I mean, so that's your reason. Yeah, I think that they were that bad for two years. He played 30 minutes one year, 22 minutes the other year, Um, you know. I, I looking back, I just resent him for that. For Can we? So, so, so let's put this to a vote then again. And let, I'm going to make a case real quick, dude, against Andres Nocioni. And, and it's something when we brought this up the other day and we thought that we were going to talk about this. I, this was the first guy that came to my head. But after looking at his games, at his games that he was there, his game started, his minutes played, Sacramento, he was there for 23 games. He started 16 of it, the tail end of the 08 09 season. He when they came back 2009 2010 he played under 20 minutes a game. That is a bench role. I, I, I'm not gonna. It, it's hard for me to put somebody on there who who didn't get the minutes. You're gonna throw a guy on there for 23 game sample where they were bad and he did average 13.7 a game, and he didn't even start every. I game. get that. So here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. I, I'll absolutely concede Andres Nocioni and get and give John Solomon's because. I argued for John Solomon to be my two guard. I believe he should be on this list. Um, and I think at the end, we could put, put together honorable mentions, six men <laughs> who, who we just hated that maybe didn't fit the, the criteria. So maybe Andres knows you. But you guys will agree with me, right? Oh, we that do 100%. When you look back to Shit King's basketball, Andres knows you know, his name sticks out, right? 100%. That was, like I said, man, that was the first guy that came to my head. But trying to be unbiased, I'm not trying to. Just because I hated the guy, I'm not going to put him on my list. I'm going to keep it 100% where I'm going to let stats uh, prove themselves, and I'm, I'm going with John Salmons. Okay, Doug? Okay, so we'll recap real quick again. Point guard, Bano Udre, shooting guard, Ben McLemore, small forward, John Salmons. Okay, so we are just built in the shittiest of shitty teams here, guys, and this is fun. So let's get into the front court now and i just i'm gonna i have a feeling we're all gonna agree on I all think these so, so let's go <laughs> let's go to power forward i'll let when you I guys start Eric, off Eric, can i speak for the yeah. can i speak for the group yeah, can ahead. i speak for the group go ahead because we haven't talked about this but hey jason thompson <laughs> get on my list son jason thompson get on my out list. of Rider university 
Okay, all so right. we all agree, right? Jason Thompson? Yes. Unanimous? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, wasn't he supposed to be the next Chris Webber? <laughs> oh, God. Right? Oh, oh God. God. Okay, so who wants to who wants to break it in? Who wants I, to break I it will, in? I will talk about this because I've been crunching. I've been crunching do numbers. all day on this kind of crap, dude. All right, Jason Thompson. 26 and a half minutes per game in 405 career games started for the Sacramento Kings. Are you kidding me? Are oh, you boy. kidding me? Jason Thompson started 405 games for the Sacramento Kings. That right there alone should let you know the state of the team since 2006. Right there. This guy. Oh, my God. Don't, all right. All right. Look, I'll give a stats real quick. Okay, Go in. Nine, go in. Go in. 9.3 points per game. 1.1 assist. Okay. So he's not even. It's not even. He got passed from the elbow. Okay. And 6.9 rebounds. That is a. That is a. Nice. Okay. And to put the cherry on the top, because I wanted to throw in an extra stat for our for our power forward, 0.7 blocks per game with his time in Sacramento. That is horrible. Absolutely horrible. All right. And then, so as a rookie, Jason Thompson started 56 games out of 82 as a rookie and played 28 minutes per game as a rookie. 11 points per game. Respectable. 7.4 rebounds. But he just went downhill from there. I, it, it isn't Jason Thompson the career games leader in Sacramento history. Hey, I, I, I want to for sure. I want to say that. he's. I think number he is number one. One, that dude. I at one point. I think so at too. one point he was at one point. I I, I can't even dude that, that I can't even fathom that dude that that's how bad Sacramento has been over the last fifteen years. Right there, this guy is the epitome. Of our all-time worst starters team, Doug. Go ahead, Doug. Yeah, he he was there for seven seasons. Seven seasons, and the crazy thing is too. And I want to ask you guys a question here in just a second, but uh, you know, he never ever developed offensively. He, I felt like he just got outboarded every night. Um, you know, the, the thing that sticks out to me. Do you remember? that one game where he like did a, a dribble and turn around in the paint and then he just shot it completely <laughs> over the backboard. That is what reminds me of Jason Thompson. That's oh, what I think of God. when I think of Jason Thompson, just shooting it completely over the fucking hoop. And I want to ask you guys a side question real quick. <laughs> I may be in the minority here. Was he the most loved King like in the last 14 years? I would say that I don't know if he's the most loved King, but I will say this about Jason Thompson. A lot. Th they loved him. The media, I think the biggest thing is the media yes. loved him. The media loved him. He was, he was, he just kind of hung around, man. And, and I, no one was ever critical of him. But you know what? I don't think anybody was critical of the Kings during that time. That was, you know, Jason Thompson, I think, got by because he was there during the era of, of the Kings uh, transitioning ownership, the potential of them leaving. Um, and I, I think that, that that people were just so focused on like the whole here we stay thing, you know, and just we love our team and we love our community, blah, blah, blah. And he just kind of floated by under that. The, the people were more focused on keeping the Kings more than, more so than they were about um, how they were really doing. All right. And, and, and here's here's the thing. Here's the biggest thing for me. You guys talked about the stats. We don't need to repeat them. But not only did Jason Thompson. Fuck us for all of those years. 
he sent us one nice, <laughs> friendly little gift that f- continued to fuck us for years after on his way out the door. And it was in order. They they picked up the, his option and extended him to this weird multi-year deal in 2012. 2012, <clears throat> sorry, when he wasn't even like he had already been mediocre for like I don't know, like five years at that point. And and they signed him to this multi-year contract. And then they end up having to to trade him, and that's that's where the Kings got in that huge mess in like fifteen sixteen, where they had to end up you know pairing his contract with Carl Landry's and Nick Stauskas, and they had to do that whole pick swap and give up all their picks um, to to the Sixers and everything. That's why the Kings got in that mess is because they they were they gave him all this money, and they that's what they had to do to get out of it, you know, and so. That obviously the last three to four years, we we still felt the repercussions of Jason Thompson. So um, if you guys weren't going to put him on this list, I was going to fucking riot. I mean, uh, unanimous. Just another fun fact on Jason Thompson. He never made a three pointer with Sacramento. Just want to throw. Just want to throw that Are out you there. Serious? No, not one. <laughs> not one three pointer made with Sacramento, according to uh, my little stat sheet over here. It says he shot zero percent from three point attempts. Point one. Zero percent made. I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah. If you no, made point no, one, no, you had to have no, made one. Right? Attempted was I mean, point one per his game time, whatever he was there. It says zero percent three pointers made. Yikes. It does. I, Ryan, I'm going to disagree. It says point one nah, made I don't see out that. of point three. Maybe that's attempts. true, but either way. So, no, I, 15, 16, uh, 15, 16. Pro, pro, uh, 15, basketball uh, reference.com. It yeah, 15, that, yeah. yeah, 15. But that's what I'm saying. 15, <laughs> 16, though. That's, the, that's total NBA right there. If you look at it, 15, 16, he wasn't on Sacramento. He was traded 14, 15. So, yeah. okay, so then... <laughs> So then Whatever. before we, we, we move on to, to the center position, um, one last thing on Jason oh, on Jason Thompson is that, um, you know, the Kings gave him a multi-year deal, uh, you know, it, it, towards the end of his tenure here. And, and, and when you give a guy a multi-year deal, they're expecting that guy to contribute to an NBA team for some, some years after. Um, I would like to say that his, his career pretty much ended by the time he, he left Sacramento. He played a couple games bought out a couple places or whatever, and then his career was done. And so that just goes to show that the Kings were just hanging on to mediocrity and accepting mediocrity for a lot of years. So, okay, starting with our, our team so far, Doug, you want to recap it and then get us to the center? Baino, Ben, Salmons, and Jay Thompson. Okay. Um, so, yeah, those that's who we have so far. Um, so we're going to... I. I'm sure you guys can understand. I'm going to take the reins on the uh, center position here. So, <laughs> because I have some personal interest in is it, this. Well, is it um, unanimous? Just throw it out. Just throw I, it out. I, I don't have Willie on there. Willie Collie sign. I don't. No way. Okay. Oh, God. Go. I have Willie. Right, so I'm going to give Ryan, you my, go, ahead. go ahead. I have Spencer Hawes. Go ahead, Ryan. Okay. I have hmm. Spencer Hawes. All right. Spencer Hawes, like Willie, was a first round draft pick. Okay. 118 games started in three seasons. All right. He wasn't there very long. Okay. 23, point, 23 minutes per game, 8.7 points per game, 1.5 assists, and five rebounds, one block. All right. I put Spencer Hawes on there because 
he was there in the midst of all the crap, dude, when they were the worst. And when Spencer Hawes was drafted out of Washington, all right, with the 10th pick overall, okay, we were told that Spencer Hawes, a, he, can, he can do it all. He rebounds. He can score a little bit back to the basket. Spencer Hawes was putrid in Sacramento. Abs- absolutely putrid. All right. And I, I can't remember one good moment with Spencer Haas at all. At least with Willie, I can see some moments. And I think the reason you guys put him on there is because I think you guys have some personal bias that I'll let you touch on later. But I went unbiased, absolute, let the stats prove it all, Spencer Haas. So I don't, I don't have any personal bias. Doug definitely has personal bias. Um, I'm going to let you guys duke this out because I think that you two are really going to be the ones advocating for position. And I will side with whoever I think makes the best, best case. So, um, Doug, go ahead, leave your bias out of it, Doug, and drop stats to the people before you start talking about your reasonings, why you really hate him. <laughs> All right, fine. Okay. So Wildred Caldred Stein <laughs> was uh, drafted what back in 15, he ended up playing four seasons in Sacramento, averaged 10.1 points a game, 6.4 rebounds uh, in his tenure with the Sacramento Kings. Um, my reason, okay, you said don't be biased, so I'll, I'll just give reasons. Uh, it, he was uh, not focused a lot of times on many possessions, lacked motivation. I mean, it was like dead obvious. You could see that um, his effort sucked. In my opinion, I can't think of a king in the last 13, 14 years that had worse effort than Willie Colley Stein. Um, he was careless with the ball much of the time, uh, would try and be cute with the pass. The guy's freaking, you know, playing center, trying to be cute with the pass like he's a fucking point guard. Um, and he never really developed offensively. He was known coming out of college. He was a, from Kentucky. He was a, he was a good defender. Uh, you know, a lot of people thought he would come in and become this really good Big time defender in the paint for the Kings never really happened, and so um, yeah, and uh, so that's my that's just this like honest like straightforward stuff. I'll keep my bias shit. No, out you of it. you so you should ahead, drop Ryan. the gym though, Doug. Do I, I'm gonna guide you too because I feel like you do, do it after. Let me, passionate let me let me about this. Let me let me do <laughs> okay? it. Dude. Let me do it, Doug. Okay, yeah. All right. I'm gonna let uh, Doug. You. That's fine. Doug, go you, ahead, you are going to get the opportunity to present that because I think it is a good gem and you should share it. But Ryan, go go in on him. Okay, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring two things up real quick. Okay, Willie Cauley Stein. I'm gonna take out rookie seasons. Okay, I I, I am gonna take out rookie seasons. And for Willie Cauley Stein, this gets a little different too because Willie, even Willie's second year, he was behind Demarcus Cousins. Okay, so it's not like like Willie 39 games started as a rookie. Okay, that's pretty good. Seven points, whatever. Uh, his second year, 21 games started. He only played 18 minutes. Okay. I, I, it's hard for me to throw Willie Cauley Stein in there when he's only playing 18 minutes and he's behind DeMarcus Cousins. Okay. Turn into when DeMarcus Cousins gets traded. Okay. Now you go 28 minutes per game, almost 13 points a game, seven rebounds. The next year, 12 points per game, 8.4 rebounds, 2.4 assists in both seasons, both better then Spencer Hawes is 8.7 points per game, 1.5 assists, and 5.4 rebounds. Those stats right there are better than Spencer Haas. All right? And if, you, if I take away Willie's rookie season, he stats prove that he was better than Spencer Haas, and the team was better. All right? So when your team's better, 
and you're putting up better stats, you're not getting as much as looks as as Spencer Hawes did at all. I just don't see, um, you know, I, I don't see how Willie Stein, Willie Cauley Stein was worse than Spencer Hawes. And you brought up defense. Uh, w- Willie, or you brought up offense, sorry, and you said he never matured into an offensive player. That's not Willie's game. Willie was a run, catch alley-oops, play some defense. That's that's his game right there. Willie Cauley-Stein's tenure in Sacramento was 100% better than Spencer Haas. Okay, I'm going to, before I let you two go back at it, here's here's kind of where, I'm, I'm, where my thoughts are, okay? Um, I put Willie on my list, so I, I'm going to be objective and, and listen to your guys' cases on this, okay? Um, I put Will on my list, but here's I, I looked up Spencer Hawes and Ryan. You touched on her as you look back. There were some, there were good players at certain positions for the Kings. Um, so it was some positions weren't as easy as you would think they would be going in. And for me, because Cousins was here for so long, and then at the tail end of the of the you know 07, 08, like there were still some remnants of like Brad Miller and stuff there. Like it was, it was not the easiest position actually. It might have been the most difficult position for me to put together. I looked up Spencer Hawes. Here's why I didn't put Spencer Hawes on my list. Okay, I actually I, I think Spencer Hawes was a decent NBA player. Um, when you talk about expect like his, he had a long career where he played and and was was a cool player, right? When when you talk about expectations as a rookie coming in, I think we would all agree that the expectations on Willie were a lot higher than the expectations on Spencer Hawes. When Spencer Hawes came in, I I didn't think he was going to be this. I thought he was going to be a cool solid player i didn't have i expected willie Cauley stein to come in and play a, a real role they drafted him to play a role that draft that he was in was decent there were some players around there and they had some options in that draft and they drafted him to play along cousins to play defense to play his role you know and he never really did that and and it's all the reasons doug said right um the thing about spencer hawes is that he was drafted in his first season in the nba was probably one of the worst teams in nba history the 0708 kings were terrible okay so i'm not going to fault a rookie for coming into 0708 0809 and 0910 that was his entire tenure in sacramento during that time they were terrible they had terrible coaches they had no talent the team was in the midst of um, getting sold. They put nothing, no resources into the team at all. Player development, I'm sure, was terrible. I, I don't really fault a guy for walking into that situation in his tenure in Sacramento. And then he ended up getting shipped for like Samuel Dallenberg once they drafted Cousins. And they're like, later, he never got a shot. He, it, it's amazing that he even put up 10, 11 points a game when he was here. And he ended up being a decent NBA player thereafter. And, and his career was exactly what I thought it was. It was he was a, a bench player who could come in and start for teams um, and, and could play in the NBA for a while. And so when you talk about his tenure during Sacramento, that's why I didn't put him on my list. I'm looking at it stats wise. And you want to take out his rookie season. You said the worst 0708 team go ahead. But the, him and... Once once DeMarcus Cousins got traded, there's two seasons that are very comparable for Spencer Hawes and Willie Cauley-Stein. They both got the minutes. They both started the games, and Spencer Hawes was worse. That's just stats-wise, stats okay. stats don't lie. All right? Two seasons were comparable. Spencer Hawes was okay. worse. So, That's how so I look at it. And, and Willie was... And Willie was... And Willie... Um, you know, Willie was on a better team, So too. outside of stats... He should have flourished a little more. He had better plays around him. Yeah, outside of stats, though, we got to add some context to, to like part of the list was to have fun too. Guys, we just dislike. The thing about Will, Willie's everything Doug said is like during the 
during the time that that Spencer Hawes was here, um, the Kings sucked. It was like whatever, right? When 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 Willie was here, that was a team that was like, oh, this team has potential to to, to be to 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 like start to win and start to make those steps, right? And the guy just he he, he didn't accept the role. He was drafted to run up and down the court. He was and he was drafted to play defense. He never developed a mid-range shooting game. He never embraced rebounding and being a defender. And to me, to be honest, my personal thoughts on why I think Willie Cauley Stein has the stats he can he did is because the last year or two when he played with Fox is that that guy was the only guy on the front court who could actually run with that team at the pace that they wanted to play. That's the only reason he played. And he got he got buckets because of that. Some stuff to the foul line, the occasional dunks. He played a lot of minutes, but I don't think that's a true representation of the player he was. He just, he, I think he fell into those statistics, especially last year. So you're going to tell me he fell into statistics and Spencer Hawes didn't fall into statistics being probably the best player and getting the touches on the worst team. That's what you're making an argument. And Spencer Hawes was drafted 10 overall. We were told that he was going to be this great center and stuff, not great, but good center. He was on the worst team. He got the touches and he didn't produce. Willie was never you you talk about it's amazing to me that Willie Cauley Stein averaged double digits in the NBA because like you said he had no offensive skill at all but what did he do like you said he played himself into a role because he could run and he was athletic and he took advantage of his touches he really did he really did you bring up I'm gonna bring up something on Willie Cauley Stein real quick okay because I want to see how many shots he got per game okay you're 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 telling me that this dude took advantage. Oh, you're, you, dude, you're, well, you're I, I, you know what, Ryan? I think you're getting like a ah, little too don't like into the into the stats here. I know. I, I'm not I hating. Know. I'm hating on all of them. This I know, is a but total. Willie, this, Willie, hey, this is the total. Willie's hate list. time in Sacramento this is was a total hate not list, all right? But, but terrible, dude. And it was on one of the better teams that Sacramento's had in the last 15 years. So I'm not gonna. Here's the thing. I. I think we need to take a vote. We've made our cases, okay? And you know what? People can disagree with our list. I hope they do. But I'm going to vote with Doug, and and I'm going to put Willie on this list because I'm not going to put a guy who was – I'm not going to put a guy who was 19 years old, 20 years old, and 21 years old who never was – should have been a decent player to begin with and was thrown into the worst teams in NBA history with the worst ownership stretch in NBA history and then put him on my list. I'm going to put – I'm going to put Willie on there because like – like the case Doug made, Willie, Willie just didn't want to do the things that he was drafted to do, and the Kings needed him to do that. And I and I think the thing is, he's most yes in the grand scheme of things, Willie is not Willie's a better player than Spencer Hawes was. But at the end of the day, his time here during Sacramento was uh, frustrating. Man, it was frustrating. And when I'm putting together my all. My all shit list. It's gonna include that as well. So I'm putting Willie as a starting. I'll, what Doug? Obviously, anything? Doug's gonna give Willie Colestein, and I'll accept that. Okay, because I get what you guys are saying. But you said Willie Colestein's tenure here was one of the more frustrating. You did say Spencer Hawes was on the worst NBA team of all time. Okay, so frustrating. It's not. But I don't direct it at. I don't direct that at Spencer Hawes. I don't blame Spencer Hawes. I blame Willie because I think Willie. They needed him. They drafted him high over players. Well, maybe, they needed well, maybe, him, and he never. Maybe that's a fault. He never embraced the maybe role. That's a fault on management, dude, for drafting a center when you already had a center. The whole list is a fault on management, bro. <laughs> Go ahead, Doug. Yeah. 
Great, great point. I, I will just say this, though, um, and I'm looking back over the numbers real quick, and I know we're trying to focus on Sacramento careers here, but Spencer Hawes will absolutely go down having a much more successful career than Willie Cauley-Stein ever will. Because also, if you look at numbers too, Spencer Hawes was able to develop a three-point shot actually throughout his career. Willie never will. Never will. No, that's that's 100% true, but again, we're talking about Sacramento. The 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 it wasn't about it wasn't about Spencer Hawes time in Charlotte. It was about Spencer Hawes time that's in what Sacramento. I said that first. <laughs> and also, I did want to cuz remember when I said I wanted to ask you guys was Jason Thompson one of the most loved? Spencer Hawes could be the most hated king of all time too so him and quincy um, doobie quincy doobie's I, up there well he spencer hawes talked a lot of shit <laughs> okay so do you oh, want to give I, my to context what you said though spencer hawes talked a lot of shit about um he was honest yeah he talked a lot of shit about the kings on his way out and because he was from like washington mm-hmm. you know maybe we, we he he's definitely if we're going six men he's definitely on the fringe to be on this list too I, i'm not avi and he should because he fucking went out there and was like for the team moving to Seattle. <laughs> he was like advocating for that, if you guys remember. And that's why people fucking hate him. Yeah. So, oh, Doug, do drop yep. your gym. Yep. So, I'll, I want to give my, my personal side of why I dislike Willie Colley Stein so much. So, if you all can remember um, at the beginning of last season, it was this contract year, the end of his rookie contract with Sacramento. He came out publicly said, <laughs> I want that super bag. He wanted to be paid. He wanted to become one of the highest paid big men in the league. Okay. I immediately went to Twitter, retweeted it, and just said, <laughs> LOL. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. He proceeded a few hours later. I'm not going to go into specific details, but I'll give you, you know, our listeners kind of an overview. He direct messaged me privately and said, what, what do I need to do different to prove that I'm worth being a super max guy? Blah, blah, blah. And basically, long story short, we went back and forth privately on Twitter throughout the entire season where I knocked him and kept saying, hey, great effort tonight. Six points, four rebounds, four turnovers. You definitely deserve that super bag, bud. And we went back and forth all season. And then the gem, the cherry on top for me personally was when he signed with Golden State before this season started, this current season, who he's no longer with. Uh and was signed for the veteran minimum. So that just made it and all And I think right, right there, me. honestly, Ryan, is I get all your cases and statistically you might have won you might have won the battle, but Willie Cauley Stein's argument it's won beyond the war because that guy came out ahead of the season and was like, I want to get paid. And that's where he thought he was, and he never did that for Sacramento. And we've talked about this throughout the season, right? If you come to Sacramento and you play hard, you don't even need to be that you don't even need to be good. If you play hard and just do those th- those little things and just get as much out of your out of you out of it as you can through effort, Sacramento will love you. We're, e- we're real easy to please here as a fan base. We're real easy to please, and for that guy, I think that's the reason why I despise him most is because all he needed to do was play harder and give the effort and just keep his mouth shut. And, and I think he there he. If he kept his mouth shut, he probably actually wouldn't be on my list as far as asking for the super bag and and, and thinking he's this artist guy. Like I, that's where a lot of my resentment comes from. Sounds sounds a little sounds a little sounds like there's some personal there, bias there going on. So as the 
as the Very much so, my friend. as the unbiased representative on King's cast today, I'd like to say that Spencer <laughs> Haas should be on the list. But you guys, hey, we if you want him on there, you want Willie Cauley Stein, I'm okay with it. They all suck. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so let me let me say let me say this real quick. Okay, so our our five that we will have: Bano Udre, Ben McLemore, John Salmons, Jason Thompson, and Willie Cauley Stein. Um, oh. real quick, back to you guys. Do you have any honorable mentions that you just want to bring up? We don't have to go into details, but any names that you guys can think of additionally. Um, I'll okay, just a couple. Ramon Sessions, uh, mine. Yep, Francis, Francisco Garcia is definitely on there. Um, jeez, man, there's there's God. Ike Diagu played some minutes. Oh, Samuel Dallenbear played some minutes. Guys like that. I mean, there the list goes on and on, man. I'll sit here all day. You want to bring up every roster from 07, 08. There's Luka Mamute was on there. Really like, played, there's though. just guys who got significant minutes who just yeah. Travis Outlaw got minutes. Like, yikes, dude. Ooh. We can we can do this all okay. day. Okay, so for Eric? me, a couple guys. Well, I'm I'm glad we listed out a lot of the guys. Um. I think we got them all, and I think that if we had to put together our bench, I think Andres Nocioni, Francisco Garcia, and Spencer Haas are our first three off the bench, probably sounding by by the way the argument went. Um, guys who who I didn't like, I did not like Dante Green. I thought Dante Green was not an NBA player. I thought he was a D League player who played for the, who played. Um, Sean May, uh, UNC All Star. I mean, Sean May was awesome. National champion. He was pick. awesome in college. Uh, not so much in the NBA. Rashad McCants, yeah. who Rashad McCants was super cool, super cool in college. Could not in the Ooh. NBA. He, he my favorite college, my favorite college player of all time, Rashad McCants. Yeah, and a lot of guys could play play in college, but just just couldn't cut it. Um, so you know, those those are probably my two. There's a lot of guys that aren't even worth mentioning that played. Um, I think Omri Caspi. I was always frustrated by. I didn't put Omri, Omri Caspi on this list because. He he played. He was decent. It, my my frustration wasn't necessarily he couldn't play in the NBA. I just didn't like that he was on the Kings and played a role on the Kings. Right. Um, that I was didn't more put of my Omer frustration. on my list just because of that shootout that he had with Steph Curry at the Oracle that one game too. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh. Oh God! When uh, Grant just freaking nutted in his pants on live TV, that was great. <laughs> hey, uh, I only have two real quick. Yeah, and they were both brought up. Ramon Sessions always bugged the shit out of me. Sum him up. He'd love to go to the paint, jump, and not know what to do with the ball. He had no plan. And then, um, yeah, Omri Caspi for me as well. Um, just because I felt like the Kings relied on him so much that it kind of bugged me. So, uh, we'll wrap it up with that. Hey. Uh, looking forward to hearing from our uh, listeners and followers again. Uh, if you have any questions for us uh, that you want to hear read and answered on the next episode, which we'll be doing soon, uh, message us privately on any social media platform we're on, um, and we will get that out to you guys. So uh, we love uh, doing what we're doing. Can't uh, can't wait to do the next one for Kang's Cast. This is Defresh, Eric, and Ryan. Go Kangs! Kangs! Kang! thanks for listening to the kang's cast podcast make sure to subscribe and be notified for our next episode follow on twitter and instagram at kang's cast like on facebook and subscribe on apple podcasts spotify and iHeartRadio. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.